Hello and welcome to What's the Call? We are your hosts. I'm Aaron. I'm Chuck. And I'm Dimitri. Welcome, everybody. Brand new episode for you. We got a lot to talk about. A lot of rant things about to occur. Mm. Um, so please buckle up, sit tight, <laughs> and uh, enjoy the ride. Where do we want to start off? <laughs> we we want to start off with me apologizing for my absence last episode, which I think was my first absence. I know Dimitri was on there talking about how I missed more than one. I don't know. I think it was just one. Maybe it was two. I don't know. We don't get a very good uh, PTO package here. I had to use one of my sick days. <laughs> um, I decided to try a new sport. You guys know me. I love trying new things. Most time, it doesn't go so well. But last week, I went ice skating. Went well. First time in like 15 years. Didn't fall. Didn't break anything. Couldn't skate backwards. Can't really stop without like the, the wall, basically, or people in my way. Um, so I decided to up that. I went skiing for the first time ever in my life up in uh, Jiminy Peak in uh, Massachusetts. And uh, I was not going to take a lesson at first because I'm an asshole. And I was like, I can figure out skiing. Um, everyone I was there with, a bunch of friends and, and my girlfriend who's been skiing for like 20-something years. And they all convinced me to take a lesson. So I take a lesson um, for about 90 minutes or so. We're on the bunny hill. Feeling Okay. It's interesting. It's tough. Those ski boots are insane. And I feel all right. We do our lesson. We go. We get some lunch. Decide we're going to try the novice hill. Now, we're not talking black diamond. We ain't talking blue or green, right? No, this is the step up from the bunny hill. And holy shit, it's skiing hard. I like When I go to watch the Winter Olympics in a couple of weeks, I'm going to be so impressed by these skiers and the snowboarders. Snowboarding looked even harder. Two of my friends took snowboarding lessons and they were just garbage. They fell every single time. I fell maybe half the time. Um, have either of you ever gone skiing before? I have not. Dimitri, it's not easy, right? Uh, no, skiing is not easy. No. I thought you were about to say, it, and, and for normal people, it's not. I mean, but for me, you know, this is just. Oh, yeah, three months. Just chant. Give three months to be in the Olympics. No way, man. You that definitely is. had that face like you're about to say something reckless. Nah, for a it's, second. it's not easy. <laughs> Snowboarding is actually easier. Oh, to my friends who kept falling every time. So, yep, that was my uh, ski trip. I couldn't, uh, basically, if I was going down the mountain, I would just pick up speed. If I picked up too much speed, I couldn't slow myself down. So apparently you're supposed to kind of like crisscross across the hill. And I just I, I couldn't I can do it. I couldn't turn straight. Couldn't stop. I would I would just go straight. <laughs> and then if I just start picking too much speed, I'm like, oh shit. Like I'm not gonna stop. I would just like take a back fall and just be like, all right, I'd rather take a good controlled fall than just not stop and just you know, just keep going. Did you so, get any air? Adventure. No, of course not. No air? Did you get any? No. I, I was gonna go, he's going to go off the ramp. <laughs> Let I go off the... I Imagine though, that... he sees the ramp and he can't like turn. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know if there was like a novice, like little, little, uh, 
little ramp, you know, a little baby. Uh, they had like a little part of that in the novice hill, not like a real ramp, but kind of just like bumps and stuff to go over. And uh, I did not make that attempt. And imagine if you didn't take any lessons, any 90 minute anything. Now, can I ask yeah. you a question, Chuck? Were you the yeah. only one person in the ski lesson by yourself? Like your friends just no. let you go crazy? Uh, so, so I went with six friends. Um, okay. Or uh, there were six of us, total, I should say. Um, one girl is a big skier and she's also a mountain biker. And in July, she fell over uh, a jump on mountain biking. Didn't look so bad, but the way she fell, she like snapped her arm in like half. Like the, the two major bones in her arm just snapped in half, popped out, you know, the whole compound fracture and everything. Uh, so she's like still recovering from it. So on like antibiotics, all these treatments and everything. So she couldn't ski. Uh, when the other girls just didn't want to, has no interest in it. So those two were out. Uh, my girlfriend's a good skier, so she went skiing. and she didn't do the lesson. She did her own thing. And then she tried to do the novice hill with me for, I think she just gave up and went to the real hills. Um, and then the two friends of mine took snowboarding lessons. One of them had never snowboarded before uh, or skied before. The other one had never skied, uh, never snowboarded before, but he was a skier. He wanted to try snowboarding. Uh, he struggled with it after his lesson. He got skis from his car and he went skiing on like you know the real hills. So it's me and my friend uh, who just learned snowboarding on like the novice hill and, and then not going well. Man, WTC winter outing. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. I'd rather go tubing. Now that but, sounds fun too. <laughs> you can't even. How do you stop the tubing? Yeah, I don't know. You, crash into a tree, to. no? Yeah, you're not supposed mm-hmm. to stop it. Have <laughs> you watch any movie ever when there's that scene where it's, you know, they like have the baby and oh my God, the baby. And then the, it goes, no, come on. That's like grown ups, like every mm-hmm. Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> it's grown ups three. Starring us. Let's get it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's my ski venture. Well, I'm you proud of you. Any, uh, thank you. You guys have any uh, adventures recently? Any other? I know Aaron's has Buffalo Rants. I mean that that night was an adventure. That, later. that night was an adventure of emotions and stress, yeah. anxiety. So, so we could we, we can we can talk the weekend because that um, after we went skiing, we watched the football games on Saturday, and then I caught the Sunday games back at home. Um, should we just start off? Dive right in. Game yeah. one. Go game ahead. one. I think it was the only one I got right. <laughs> It was uh, Cincinnati. You got really? Cincinnati. You had Cincinnati over the Titans 24 to 17. Of course, all of our things are like wrong because I mean, they all were within three points except for the last game. But either no scoring or a lot of scoring, but mostly it was no scoring cross. It was, it was a strange Saturday. Game. Saturday was rough. So the, the Bengals game. Would the Titans get seven sacks? Or nine. Eight. I think they, they had, had nine, eight. I thought they had eight. I forgot what the number ended up being. If it was something stupid, and the Bengals only got one sack on Tannehill, and yet the Bengals is still won the game. It's like again, just uh, I mean, Burrow just got crushed every time. It was an ugly game. See, it ended up being nine. It was nine total sacks by the end of the mm. game. But Burrow still won 28-37 for 348. 
I'm, I'm, got, that was surprising. Did you yeah. guys have Tennessee, Tennessee winning or well checked in? But, I, I had since. Yeah. So me and you had uh had the Titans. Uh, you had them thirty to seventeen, and I had them twenty-eight to twenty-four. Didn't happen, man. I honestly, you know, everyone's saying this was like a great divisional weekend. Those two games on Saturday really shit the bed, to be honest. Yeah, they yeah. ended in like they the had last exciting second, endings, yes. But the game overall was hard to watch. Yes, it's Both almost like were. it's almost like the the Titans were. It's crazy. What's so crazy about it is that they were running them down the field every time when they switched over to Tannehill. Bad things were happening. Mm. They have like Henry. And, you know, and the other guys, uh, Hilliard and uh, Foreman was going crazy, too, running down the field, literally getting eight yards, eight yards, eight yards. And then we get toward, like, close to the red zone. Tannehill throws interception. Why would you not just stick with the bread and butter? And if you want to not, you know, if you want to limit Henry, Foreman, I think, probably had like 50-something yards, too. They were pushing him, too. Mm-hmm. What the hell was the, was the game plan there? Tannehill clearly didn't have it. He threw an interception the first play of the game. I mean. He had three picks that game. Yeah. I think he only had like a, what, 11 completions or something like that. It was something yeah, ugly. Like uh, that. It was 15 for 24, 220, uh, touchdown, three picks and a sack. The fact that he still got 220 is very interesting, though. But, yeah, it was an ugly game. Um Ended excitingly, but it was ugly. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Niners Packers game wasn't much better. Uh, it wasn't until the last four minutes of the, the fourth quarter. Yeah. I mean, it was 7 3 going into the fourth quarter. I actually had a friend, uh, one of the guys I was on the ski trip with, picked the, he, he bet, he's been betting like you guys have been, how uh, that's legal. And he picked the over. <laughs> On that game, I think the over is at like forty something, and I think uh, Green Bay scored on like the first try, like real quick. They ran down the field, and got touchdown. So he's excited. He's looking good. And, what was that? Uh, what was that score? So the score here, uh, Chuck had Packers over Niners, thirty-one twenty-eight, and you had Packer. You were you had seventeen to ten Packers. So you you clearly thought it was going to be low scoring. Um, yeah. It was snowy. Mm-hmm. Weather looked a little iffy. Oh, it was cold. That's what I thought the Packers edge was, was being used to playing in that temperature. Yeah, you were like, and... the Niners aren't going to hang. But do you know who is used to playing in that temperature? Robbie Gold. He's kicking for Chicago for nine years. So he was yeah. used to kicking in that cold weather and came in handy. Get the game winner. Did you see him like warming up with like, like in in the middle of the cheerleaders during halftime or whatever it was? That was for was Dallas, though. No? That was for uh, Dallas, so no. Oh, that yeah, but then this one he was warming up while they yeah, were like, the running out the ramp. He were running out the ramp. Yeah, he's like kicking field goals over their heads as they're running through, like you know, giving the high fives coming in. I mean, clearly he was. He was determined, man. He was focused. Mm-hmm. That I mean, game was ugly, too. The, the San Francisco uh, special teams, they're the ones that won this game. They did. Two field goals and block punt for a touchdown. That block punt 
literally is what changed everything. Mm-hmm. That's that's one that that's what won the game. Mm-hmm. I remember my my dad was texting me, um, as you know, we're, we're friends now. Shout out to my dad, and um, he <laughs> and you know he's a big Niners fan, you know. Because, you know, he, he remembers the glory days. You know, he's a bandwagon fan. We understand. Mm. Um, he's also a Bulls fan. I wonder why. Um, oh. <laughs> but he still is a Mets fan. That's very that shocking. Had to, that had to come later in life, no? I mean, like he, was still, his, he was in his 20s he, in the 90s. I mean. Like, yeah. But like, I don't know. I feel like that's determined in their teenage years. Like, I think so, too. Damn, I, solidified. I really think that's that's the case too, but I really I never asked him what his team was before. There's no way his team was the Bulls in the '80s. No, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> He's probably like Celtics fan or a Lakers fan. Whoever was winning. <laughs> but you know what? To his, you know, he I guess he can't say bandwagon if he stayed with them over these years. So it, he still reps. He reps. He wears his Niners hat. He, you know, he wears his Bulls hat. He still reps. So can't say nothing now. But at that time, I could say something. But he was like texting me, like he was like, "Oh man, Jimmy G sucks." He literally hates Jimmy G, like for real, for real. He's all on the Trey Lance bandwagon now. But you know, they got they were putting Trey Lance. They'll have another week to see if they could do it. I have I have a friend who's a San Francisco fan. He was like, "Oh, we we beat um, Aaron Rodgers all the time when we play him in the playoffs." Blah 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 blah, and I was like, guys. It's not gonna happen, and he just kept coming up with Jimmy G stats, and so I was texting him throughout the whole game. I'm like, "Hey, Jimmy G's looking real good. First quarter, nothing. Second quarter, nothing. Third quarter, still nothing. I'm still texting him. Fourth quarter comes, that play happens. Oh, yeah, you see that? Yeah, for, so. for sure. I mean, I don't know what, what the ceiling is for them. I know Debo looked – he looked a little shaky that whole like – he was playing. He was making plays, but you could tell his body is – I mean, he's doing everything. Yeah. He should be the MVP this year, by the way. There's no reason how know. this team – there's no reason how this team gets to this spot without him having a it's crazy freaking year. And it's really, true. most valuable player should be that. How valuable are you to your team? I mean, they're there. This, you're, you're right. You're right. I don't, I don't disagree with you, but they're going to be like. Uh, I hope he gets at least a vote. That would be cool for him. Aaron's be the only one to give him a vote. I mean, he had a great season. I mean, he did it both. He's a wide receiver running back. He freaking threw a touchdown this year. He's probably, he's probably going to play special teams next game, too. He's going to play at all. It reminds me of uh, remember in the Water Boy when they're in like the last game, like the conference championship. Mm-hmm. They keep putting uh, Adam Sandler. Oh, we keep making so many Adam Sandler references. <laughs> they keep putting Adam Sandler in every different position. And the announcer's like, well, it's the last game of the season. Can't hold anything back now. <laughs> yep, exactly. And I think that's what's going to happen. They're going to be running the Wildcat. It's going to be a lot of different things happening with, with Debo. Debo's going to throw his whole body on the line. Unfortunately for him, he, he has to – I think he has to get paid, like, just at the end of this year for him, like, get a new contract, get paid. If they're going to use him like that, because that's not a longevity kind of uh, job that he's taking on. So – He needs some guaranteed money. Yeah. 
He needs that. He needs Scott Boris, to be honest. I don't know if he does football, but he needs Scott Boris. <laughs> <laughs> he needs that man. But yeah, he crap game. All right, yeah. moving on to the next game. We had the Rams Buccaneers. This game surprised me. It was definitely um, leaning heavily towards the Rams. They were up pretty big for a while. In good old Tom Brady fashion, started making a comeback, started making a comeback, and he actually fell short. He did. Very you don't uh, see that. I mean, they, what was, what was it, 27, 27 to 3, yeah. uh, midway through the third. They no. had a field goal, three straight touchdowns. Tied it up, 27 all, and Matt Gay from the Rams. Kicks the game-winning field goal as time expired. I mean, that might have been the game-winning field goal, but the game-winning play was that pass to Cup, like all the way down the field. That was yep. that was crazy. That was a great play. And he just ran his route. He didn't even do nothing special too. He just ran his route, and that was it. But I mean, you, they, at that point, that's the, the Bucks defensive uh, play call and fall. You can't put arguably the best wide receiver in the league one-on-one with your safety. And thinking he's gonna cover him, he's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so thirty to twenty-seven. Um, Dimitri predicted thirty-five, thirty-two. Chucky Brisk predicted the Bucks to win. So this is yeah. this is up. He predicted twenty-seven to thirteen. You had, and I, I picked a long thirty-one time to twenty-one. And I picked thirty-one to destroy us. So. Well, it's, things are different now. 31 to 28, I had. And uh, yeah. it's just real quick. It's just, I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about it if it comes to, to be, but this is Brady's last game, Aaron Rodgers' last game. What, what do we think? Because that's been like the hot topic this last couple of days. I think it's, both of them have too big of an ego to have a last game and not let it be known that it was their last game. I don't know. Brady said he's got to talk to his wife. Um, I think he's coming back though. Uh, Rogers is, I, I don't know, we he's not, I don't know if he's going to be a Packer next year. I'd be surprised. Uh, yo, he's going to pull a, yo, he's going to pull a Brett Favre. Get ready, Chuck. He's coming to the Jets, baby. That second run. I see. It, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. That would be Brett Favre was a little bit of a douchebag. I think wait, we had. Wait, he has to go to Minnesota first. If he wants was it Minnesota first? Mm-hmm. It was Minnesota. No, it, was it, was Jets? Jets first. it was the Jets first, right? Yep. Because oh, okay. the the Packers weren't about to let him go to um, <laughs> rival team. Uh, that, that, yeah. He had a yeah right. he had a second win too, which is interesting. Who knows? Maybe, maybe. maybe I mean, you might be right. They might want like that Dwayne Wade treatment when like he's switching jerseys with everybody last every game that he's at. Mm-hmm. They might want that type of treatment. I mean, I don't know. That Brady, Switch. that Brady jersey would be a tough one. Who, you know? Who's getting close to him? Not Brady, but Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers is still under. He's like what 38, 37? He's still He's got. I don't think. We'll see. I don't think he's retiring. I don't think he's retiring. He's playing. I think we just don't know where. Tired with the yeah, Packers. I, I, I don't think he could play in New, oh, New Jersey, but 
with the New York COVID rule. Oh, I think he'll be fine now. They'll <laughs> <laughs> find a way. Any team that's going to bring him in will find a way to play him. Um, before we get into the last games, I know Aaron's had a lot to say. Uh, we have a little bit of an RIP to Sean Payton. He's been the coach of the New Orleans Saints for 15 years, and he decided to hang it up at the age of 58. He's supposedly retiring. Some question marks. He's still technically under contract for another two years. Um, but, yeah, there's a lot of rumors that he'll probably just take a few years off and come back with another team. Um, that means there's currently nine openings for head coaching jobs in the NFL. Wow. I heard there were rumors that he's also possibly looking into broadcasting. Mm-hmm. I think he'll probably do that a couple of years and then probably get back into coaching and, and not do as well as he's currently doing. Or has like shit, like the Gruden? Like Mr. Mm-hmm. John Gruden? We don't speak of that guy. <laughs> We don't, but I know, I know what Aaron wants to speak of. Oh, man. One, one I, know what, I have a feeling I know what Aaron's going to say, and it's been a thing for a long time. And then, uh, Wait, what, what do you think I'm going to say? Quite no, I get it. No, no, yeah. All right, well, I guess we'll start off with our predictions that we had, um, just to keep it on in tune with everything else. Um, I predicted... Uh, the Bills to win 34-27. Dimitri picked the Chiefs 28-27. And Chuck picked the Bills over the Chiefs 33-30. So this is like our highest scoring prediction. And we were, we were right there. Um, this is a legit shootout. My, I mean, mind you, I've been watching football consistently over the last, you know, four, maybe five years at this point now with you guys and, you know, talking about it might be the best game I've ever seen. You know, I've only been watching consistently that long, so I'm sure there's been other great games, but I think it might be the best game I've ever seen played, at least offensively. Um, now, defense is really where, you know, it came down to, and the Chiefs won 42-36. And I think I'm going to say, I think it's pretty much just a, I think Josh Allen was the better quarterback in the game, but the Chiefs offense were just was just run better. Um, I agree with that. And, you know, it's kind of tough because, you know, Allen literally did as much as he could. They were designing plays for him to just run, get the yards, get the first downs. They were getting fourth and whatever every time, and he was just running it through, bulldozing people. Which is insane. I mean, he's he's really built like – I mean, I know we don't like to talk about him, but he's, like, built like Big Ben, but could run, like, you know, I don't even know. He's got, he's quick. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> if he could do that, that's crazy. But he's just big, man. He was running people over. And, you know, the fact that we scored that many points when Knox didn't do anything, Diggs didn't do anything, mm-hmm. literally all the offense was Allen and Davis. And that one move that Davis had where he broke the dude, Yo, when that happened, when I say I lost my shit, I lost my fucking shit. Because I was like, it's like basketball. You know, only see that like really in basketball where like they break their ankle like that. Like the dude yeah. fell over. Oh. And that was a fourth and like 13 or whatever that play was. Like, you know, 
it was incredible to see, you know, that's the type of football it has to be. You know, unfortunately, at the end, 13 seconds left, man. 13 freaking seconds. You know, should we have squib kicked and like got a couple, you know, seconds off? Maybe. Should we have, you know, maybe run three guys instead of four Ooh. guys at Mahomes? Most likely, yes. <laughs> you know, unfortunately, when we got to overtime. I even I knew, I knew it was kind of over. Um, once they lost the, the the coin toss, I knew, I knew if we won the coin toss, it would have been over for them. But when we lost it, I, I knew, I knew Mahomes was gonna do it dirty, and they did it in like what four plays, and they scored, um, three plays. It was three, yeah. Yeah, you know, it, it it was it was tough to watch. I wish we had Shredavious White, um, you know, our best our best defender. Week five when they played him, he played a huge, you know, difference holding uphill and Kelsey. I wish we had him, and man. I understand the scheme was not to play man-to-man because you didn't want to get beat because those guys could easily beat you. Something should have – I don't understand how the best defense in the league could let a play like that happen. Mm-hmm. Like, you rush three guys. That play to Kelsey's just not happening, man. And even if it does, he's not getting as many yards as he got on it to put him in that, in that spot. That's just mm-hmm. not happening. They're going to kick a 70-something-yard field goal. That's how it should have been if that was the case. There's no reason why 13 seconds should have happened. And I will say it's got to be, like, maybe a top five worst sports moment, I would say, for me as a fan. Number one is for sure Carlos Beltran, 2006. (laughs) Watching that curveball come down the middle of the plate, 3-2 count, bases loaded, ninth inning one swing and we're in the world series and we definitely would have beat the bum ass tigers. And I, that, yeah, that haunts no, no. me hundred percent. We would have beat them. They only have Maglio or Donia's hundred percent. hundred percent. You said that about the Royals too. Before you guys played them. No, I definitely, I definitely did not say that about the Royals. Royals were in the world series a year before the tigers have been nothing before that. And right after they'd still were nothing. Um, so I definitely didn't say that. Second worst moment was the 2015 World Series, though. Mm, Four to the one, whole, the whole World Series, the whole, the whole, the whole week. It was, it was awful. I, yeah. I, yeah. I remember like just the pain I felt, and then this. I mean, it had me like contemplating everything. Like afterwards, I was like, "How did this happen? We would have beat the Bengals. 100, percent we would have beat the Bengals. And now, unfortunately, the Chiefs are going to win the whole thing." Because if the best defense, if the best team left couldn't do it, Bengals ain't beating them. Even if the Niners could pull up a vic- uh, fucking victory over the Rams, they're not going to do it. And the Rams, they're going to give them a, a run for their money, but it's going to be Patty Mahomes, man. He's going to have a second one. And I think that's the part that kills me. When you know that you could beat the other teams left, but because of that last play and we were not mm-hmm. going to be there, I think that's what's hurting me the most. Is this – is this a rivalry? Because the last year they beat, they took them out too. This could be like a, a an, like a Brady Payton type of situation where it's like two greats. Maybe one's gonna win a lot more than the other one. But I'm hoping, I'm hoping, man. I this Bills team is too good. I'm I'm so nervous now because we're gonna lose all of our 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 staff. 
it looks like our guy offensive coordinator is going to be the freaking head coach of the Giants. I mean, I don't know what that means. I don't know what yeah. that means. So I'm 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 a little nervous, and I'm hurting. This whole week's been hurting, man. But I, I do appreciate all the people that know I'm a Bills fan and like reached out to me and said something because they were all saying that they were rooting for the Bills too. So, you know, that's pretty cool. Like, you know, it seemed like New York was kind of coming together for the Bills for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, nonetheless, great game. Um, yeah. Tough, man. Real tough. Well, I wasn't really thinking of that, you know. Um, I know you weren't. <laughs> uh, no, I honestly thought you were going to come and rant about the overtime um, rules. No, which, and the re- which I think they they gotta change it. Okay. Not with you don't think so? Nope. If you want to win the game, win the game. Win it before you get to overtime. I you I, everybody takes the same risk going into overtime. But like, why in other in every other sport there's a reg, a time regulation? No, it's not. But, no, it's not. Hockey. Hockey is 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 first score, but that's yeah. kind of different from football. It's not a lot of scoring in hockey like there is in football. No, I, I think everybody everybody plays the same. The, yeah, it's also yeah, it's almost decided on a coin flip. But if you want to win the game, win the game. You know, either win it in regulation or don't let up the touchdown. If it was still the whole field goal thing, that rule is still in place. Like you can win on field goal, like. Yeah, I would agree with you, but I, no, I think it's all right the way it is. I I, I agree with Chuck. I, unfortunately, if if I, you know, if the Bills won, let's say they won the coin toss and they won first first possession, they won touchdown, and Chiefs fans would be like, "Oh, I got you." I would have been like, "Well, rules are rules," and that's the same shit that would have happened, and that's the yeah. same shit that did happen. You know, yeah, I, I I just like to see it go down like. Look, they could start. I mean, it should have. Honestly, it should have been like, if they're gonna do a full period of it, I mean, it would be cool to just. Then why is there time? Why is there time on the clock? There should be no time. No, because because it can end in a tie unless it's the playoffs. Right. Then yeah, you're right. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know how you would work that. You'd have to find some sort of way to still have a play clock, but not like. Yeah, maybe they do that uh, just so it's like um, like you can what, you know uh, what happens like, if, like switch sides after the quarter. What happens if the, what happens if the team is driving down? Say like uh, they they're going it's a defensive battle or something. So somebody starts making a move, and now they got to hurry up because there's 26 seconds on the on the clock. And they got to no, restart. I think, no, I don't think I don't think they restart. I think you just you know you it's like a change in quarter. You just switch sides of the field know. and mm-hmm. start over. You think so? I think there's. Another, I think that's on. I don't think there's. I don't points. think there's. I don't think so. I mean, either way, what Chuck's saying is right. There's no re. There, there shouldn't have been an overtime. Like overtime shouldn't even have been a question. Um, like that that whole last two minutes was crazy. Like the fact that we scored right back and left 13 seconds on the clock, it should have been a wrap. Should have been a wrap. You know, like I I, I understand about like kicking it. You didn't want to like kick it like where it goes, like bounces out and 
Next thing you know, they're at the, they're at the 40. Like, you don't – I understand all of that. Yeah, but, but if they slip maybe, kick maybe, it, yeah, and that happens, then, then and that happens, every, and that's all everybody's talking about is how they – why did they slip kick it? They should have just kicked it in the end zone. Exactly, exactly, so, exactly. So, so I think kicking it, you know – I mean, they got a huge play, like, real quick. It was just like – Tyree Hill play. The Hill one set it up, but the Kelsey you know, one – when she gets happened. when Terry Kill gets the balls, it's gonna be the Jets are gonna be on. And then and that's why Kelsey and that's, too. And that's why I say Josh Allen played the better game as quarterback. Oh no, he definitely but the, did. But the Chiefs offense is just built unlike any other team in the league. Like they have multi and what's crazy is they have like what Byron Pringle, who only catches like touchdowns, it seems like. He doesn't catch anything else except for touchdowns. And then they weren't even playing Hilaire. They would come put him in every now and then. He would get like 20 yards, 20 yeah. yards. And then they but, took him out. And then they took him out. And I'm like, this team has so many weapons that's making it almost impossible. But somehow um, our offense was struggling. It doesn't look like that because we scored 36 points, but we were struggling. We were going fourth down like every play. It seemed like mm-hmm. towards the stretch. Didn't the Josh Allen would bowl those over everybody? He was he was pretty much Debo Samuel, just a better thrower. And I don't want to hear. And Chuck, I don't want to hear no more. Uh, you know, he's not even the best Josh Allen. I mean, if this doesn't prove, <laughs> if this doesn't prove that he's, you know, he's a top five guy in, in the league right now. I mean, you could put you could put, like you could put Rogers Josh Allen's in the league. You could put you could put Brady and 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 Rogers in that five, but someone's got to come out. There's no way this man's not in there. There's no way. I mean, and salute to Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, goal. for sure. He for uh, sure. he uh, ran over to Josh Allen. He stopped celebrating. I don't know if you guys saw this. Mm-hmm. And ran oh, over yeah, to yeah, him. Yeah. Yeah. He knows. He knows he's coming for his neck. So it's gonna, it's gonna be a. It's gonna be a couple of good. Good five years of them two going at it. I, just gonna... I just wish they were in, in the two different conferences. So <laughs> this could have been Super Bowl, baby. Because honestly, even if we lost, like I said, that, that, that game is how football is supposed to be. Well, Josh, Allen, Josh Allen can come to the Giants, no problem. We don't set them. We'll take them. Nah, nah bro. That's the wrong. <laughs> uh, we don't want. That's the wrong blue and red that we want, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Predictions next week. Who's going to the Super Bowl? What are we starting with? San Francisco Rams. All right. San Francisco Rams. Uh, what, what are our predictions? Um, my, my prediction is, I don't know. I feel like I want to pick the Niners, and I don't know why. I feel like they're not going to lie. I'm leaning towards Niners. I think they're the hot team. Um. Yeah, my bet's on the Niners. What's, his, what's, what's the score? Uh, 27-24. I think it's end up being close. I feel like it's such a – it's a weird thing. Because, like, the Niners are winning these games. Mm-hmm. And – but how? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think they're that good of a team. <laughs> That's why I'm rooting for them. And honestly, I mean, what I want to see for the Super Bowl, though, 
I would want to see a better matchup than the Niners and the Chiefs. Because the Bengals aren't you winning, won't. right? You won't. You don't think Rams and, and Chiefs would be a better Super Bowl than the Niners and the no, Chiefs? No, I'm saying I'm saying you won't see the Niners and the Chiefs. You'll see the, the Rams and the Chiefs, definitely. All right. So Demetrius going Rams. What are you picking? Going Rams. Um, you know, they just came off beating the GOAT themselves, taking them out. Yeah. So um defensively they stopped them. I mean the defensive line for the Rams is looking like uh you know the Giants back down when they took Brady out. But um <laughs> <laughs> I think the Rams are the, got the momentum going, they're gonna win. It's gonna be a close one because uh, they play each other a lot. So I would say 20 to 2014. Ram. I'm going to pick. Shit, what am I going to pick? Also, shout out Matt Stafford. Mm. He's a freaking dog, man. He's so good. I don't know. I think I'm going to go with the chaos. I'm going to pick the 49ers. Yeah, I love the chaos. <laughs> I'm going to go with the 49ers, and I'm going to go. I don't think they can score more than 20-something points, man. I feel like they have enough in them for that. I'm going to go 49ers, 24-21. Yeah, that's crazy. Chaos, we're going with the chaos. Yes, love it. And then the mm-hmm. Bengals Chiefs. I mean, are we all in unison right here, or what are we thinking? Nope. I think the nope. whole oh. world is in unison. Nope. Is that for Chad? I hate him in the pocket like Burrow. I'm going with the Bengals to win this one. 33-31. Damn, kid. We're going to get the Cincinnati Bengals. San Francisco 49ers Super Bowl that everyone's been waiting all season for. You know, if they do, though, I'm riding that Joe Burrow coattail, man. I freaking love Joe Burrow. I feel like he comes off like a douchebag, though. I don't think he does. He seems like a decent guy. I feel like he just, like, looks like one. But he's good, though, so it's all good. Like, he, he knows how to win. Mm-hmm. He wins championships, man. That's what he does. But I'm not going with the with, with the borough with, with the borough party. I'm gonna go with uh Chiefs over Bengals. I'm gonna go 33 to 17. That's the numbers around the number I was gonna pick. I was gonna go Chiefs over Bengals 35. Uh, I don't want to do 17 now. I say 14. <laughs> Oh, yeah, with a little more. I don't know, man. I just, I just can't see the defense containing them. Because if Hill plays like the way he just played against the Bills, I mean, he's going to go for like a hundred and fifty yards easy. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. It's true because let's. I mean, Bengal. I mean, the Bengals have weapons too. That's how they're mm-hmm. here. They're an offensive team. They're built to like have shootouts 
But are they are they built to hold in a close game? I don't know. That's going to be tough, like defensively. I mean, they make Cannonhill look like not like nothing, but I don't know. Yeah. Titans just kind of choked it, and also both Ooh. by and both teams that had to buy a loss. I mean, is that is that by freaking yeah. cursed? What are we talking about? Well, I feel like that happens more than we know. Like it's pointed out to us. Um, I don't know why. Maybe they lose their rhythm in the one game. You figure that the refs will be a great thing, but there's a lot of teams that come back off of buys from, from the season and, and during the season and they lose the next game. I don't know who missed, but I think it's um, a rhythm thing. It's almost like when you sweep a team and then the other team goes to game seven, and you've been off for like a week and a half. Mm-hmm. That, that other team has been other teams been eating, been hungry, trying to get there. Mm-hmm. You've been relaxing. I feel like that plays a huge part for some reason. Yeah. Um, so who's been winning? Um, do we have a tie on this football predictions so far? Football or? predictions. Uh, I can get them for the first two weeks. Yeah, sure. I can. I'll get them up. Um, Chuck, you want to nice. start going off into something else while I get? Yep. All right. So first? a couple other quick topics before we end into who's winning and before we close out with our um baseball hall of fame talk uh real quick i want to give a shout out to keith yandel um guys who's keith yandel are you familiar with keith yandel the work of keith yandel sounds funny it sounds familiar sounds familiar he is a hockey player currently playing for the philadelphia flyers uh but did play for the rangers for a little bit so maybe that's why it sounds a little familiar he, as of today, today, he became NHL's Iron Man. He passed uh, Doug Jarvis' record for most consecutive games played, which is a record you don't hear too often happen. There's guys nowadays, not, maybe not so much in hockey, but in a lot of sports, they don't play every single day. They don't play the consecutive days anymore. Keith Yandel just did it. He's now NHL's Iron Man. He played his 965th consecutive game uh, earlier tonight. So yes. I think his first game was uh, trying to find it. Um, sure. no, I can't find it right now. But his first game was a long time ago. <laughs> 965 days ago. Um, so that's my shout out to him. I want to give a shout out to Albert Pujols. He's been out the game a little while. Oh. Maybe come back, may not be, but if he doesn't, that's okay. Um, so he randomly popped up. I was watching a, um, you know, a political show because you know that's what I do. And also now Pujols pops up. He apparently started a foundation for human, uh, for survivors of human trafficking. It's called Strike Out Slavery. It started a few years ago with his wife. Raising a lot of money and awareness towards um, just the uh, underreported condition of human trafficking in our world, which is the third most um, profitable, I guess, uh, criminal enterprise in the world behind drugs and weapons. Um, and also later this week, so this weekend we have a couple of great matches. We may do an, uh, kind of a late episode. But we're starting off Saturday. We have the Royal Rumble. Uh, I know that's Aaron's favorite with the WWE events. It's the best show no? of the year. Best yeah. show of the year. 
And now we have two Royal Rumbles. The last few years, I've been doing the men's and the women's. Which I'm so all for. That. Just more Royal Rumble. I'm all, I'm all for that. They should be doing this for the last yep. 40 years. I don't understand. Yep. And we also going to have um, Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley. Right? That's on the card. That's just going to be crazy, man. I hope they have, like, an actual, like, no scripted nothing. They have them wrestle. Let's see who's really that guy. They're both... It's crazy about them is that their careers are like very similar. They both were wrestlers in college and like state champs and all that stuff. And I I think they both did football or tried to do football. They both went to the octagon. I think Bobby Lashley's undefeated. Don't quote me on that. I'm pretty sure he's on like un, like in like Bellator, yeah. that type of stuff. Um, and we all know how beast Brock Lesnar was when he first like splashed on the scene in the UFC. And they're literally like the same person. If like physically, like you look at them, you're like these two guys. If there was like a alien invasion, I want these two guys in the front to protect us. You know what I mean? Like they're freaking massive, and um, just having them like in a no holds bar type of wrestling match, I think that'd be freaking sick. But you know. Oh, yeah. if- but we could always talk about that later on. Maybe a little bonus splash episode. A little, little bonus. All right. Um, also, obviously, we have the two big uh, football games on Sunday. And I also have the, uh, we, our, our numbers, by the way. I, I tallied them up. Oh. Um, I'm six and four with my predictions. Chuck, you're six and four, and Dimitri seven and three. That uh, that Chiefs Bills oh, one this, really. This uh, weekend's gonna change. Especially when we both pick the Niners. Hell yeah. Let's do it. Only way you can catch up. I thought this was like, that's the only way. Actually, no, Chuck also picked the Bengals. So Chuck could either yeah. get destroyed right now or look like a genius. Don't look like a genius. Uh, also, this weekend, we, we will have the Australian Open. We currently have two women's, two American women in the semifinals. And the men's, uh, I think there's. Still got a couple quarterfinals to go. Uh, all the U.S. men are out. Rafael Nadal is one of the four semifinalists and most likely win. This is Nadal. Yeah, um, more World Cup qualifiers, including Team USA. And we have my favorite, the European Handball Championship, will be this weekend. I like that you keep sending me the videos on Facebook. I appreciate <laughs> that. I don't know why. I mean, they are. Nowhere. The ones that you sent I, me I are nice. Sense all these, like, there's, there's keep popping up my news feed. I think maybe because it's like the Euro Cup, or I guess it's almost like the World Cup, because they're the only ones that play it. Yeah, they probably saw you on your eBay history searching for European handball equipment. They're like, all right, this guy clearly wants to watch these videos. So let's put them on his Facebook. I will. So big weekend for sports. The Aussie Open, the Royal Rumble. NFL Conference Championships, uh, World Cup Soccer, and European Handball Championship. So the closeout, earlier today, they announced MLB Hall of Fame class of 2022. Only one mm-hmm. man made it. This is David. Nonsense. It's not a class. Hey, it's Poppy. a person. <laughs> you can't call that a class. <laughs> well, all right. No, so, I'm, I'm not saying you. I'm just saying. I'm not no, saying no, you. No, I know what you mean. It's just a person. But the modern, was it the modern era or golden days committee? Like one, one of those, they, they picked a couple of people to be put in, including Gil Hodges. 
So there will yeah. be a class, but as far as the actual voting on the players, I mean, no, only the only one that's going to be there it's alive. Is, is still, he's still alive, right? Uh, I think so. Mm-hmm. He's still alive, right? I don't think so. Along with uh, Buck O'Neill, Bud Farrell, Jim Katz, Tony Olivia, and Minnie Minosu. I, I think never like, heard of any of those guys. No, Gilhaj just died a long time ago. I think, <laughs> oh yeah, one. 1972. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Who am I thinking of then? I don't know. Um, Harrison, maybe? I, I think those people that you were just, those those guys that you just named, I think like five of them are, are gone. Who's that? Tashara's gone, I know that. No, no, no. I mean like five of them are are. Bad. Have passed away, like on that that oh, that yeah. group that he just said. No, oh yeah, all these other guys I I'm not familiar with, and yeah, yeah unfortunately, Gilhad just passed of a heart attack 50 years ago, so he could have still been alive if he didn't have a heart attack of 47. He was 47 50 years ago. Yeah, it would have been 97. Oh, it was the. Early, uh, so the early baseball error committee picked two guys, and the golden days error committee picked the other four. Uh, one of them, uh, Bud Farrell, passed away in 1913. This is fucking crazy. So, is, is this the most disappointing Hall of Fame class ever? Uh, well, sorry, there's two left. Yes. Tony- Oliva and Jim Cat are still alive. They're very old, but they are still alive. Yes. So, so which guys are I mean, off the ballot initially? Like, do we know? To, like, to share is off the ballot. I didn't even know why he was there in the first place. Okay. Um, who else is off? This well, well, Bonds, there. Bonds, Schilling, Bonds. And, and and Clemens are all off. They're off. Aren't they off? Yeah. Yeah, they're done. Yes, this is their final was their, year. This is their 10th year. Oh. This is nonsense. Do we understand that? They don't like Shilling. You got to be a nice guy. So what, so what is it? If it's under, if you're under 5% in your first year, you're off, right? Mm-hmm. Well, okay, any so year, then, I think. I think it's 5% under you get kicked off. I think you're right. Regardless. So the guys who are kicked, guys got kicked off, Joe Nathan, Tim Hudson, Tim Litzicombe, Ryan Howard. Mark Tixar, Justin Moreau, Jonathan Papavan, who was he on it? Prince Fielder, AJ Perninsky, I don't know why he was on it, Carl Crawford, and JPV. Those last two got zero votes. I mean, I don't know who, who the I'm, two people were that voted for AJ Perninsky, but two people voted for AJ Perninsky. I mean, this is just. It's crazy how like the careers, how injuries, like Tim Lincecum definitely would have been a Hall of Famer if he yeah, was. Yes. He was maybe he was nasty, man. Ryan Howard too, because Ryan Howard had that home run swing and the walk. Woo! He was my favorite player, and he played for the rival team. Mm-hmm. That's how crazy good he was at his prime. Yeah, he was good. Oh, also, uh, should I add Sammy Sosa also hit his off. tenth and final year. Yeah, and so he's off. Jeff Kent, if he doesn't make it next year, he'll be off. Which is, how could the number one offensive second baseman of all time not be in the Hall of Fame? I understand his thirty-three percent. I understand his defense wasn't there, 
But if that's the case, how the hell is David Ortiz a first ballot Hall, Hall of Famer? Yeah, because he didn't have any, he didn't play defense. He Did played, he even he win a gold ball? Did he win a gold No. He, if you look at his – it, 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 it's crazy. If you look at his stats, there are guys on this list that have better, like, stats than him. Yes, he has a big home run. Like, I think he has, like, 541. Um, his average is, you know, he's a he's a good hitter. Everyone knows that. He was a good, really good hitter. But how could you not how, – how could he be a first ballot Hall of Famer but not be a all, but not be a complete player? That doesn't make any sense. Doesn't he have the same numbers as stats as Gary Sheffield? He does. Gary, Gary Sheffield has better a... stats than him, if anything. He has, a, I think, 30 home runs less. And he's he has more a... hits. I think he has about the same average. And he has more – and he was an MVP, too. Baseball is looking real bad right now. It's looking real bad right now. Well, do you guys want to look at the class for next year? Who might be on the ballot next season? Dave Ortiz never even won an MVP. He has no awards. Just because everyone likes Big Poppy? Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I think that's why. Not that one guy that shot him in the back in Dominican Republic. I forgot about that. I did forget about that. And if that's the reason why he got in, that's also a bullshit reason, too, because he's. I don't lived. think that's why. I think everyone kind of forgot about that. <laughs> uh, next year, though, we have Carlos Beltran. Oh, he's not going to get in. Ballot. Francisco Rodriguez. He did have that that save season where he had he broke the record. He could uh, be he, actually no Billy Wagner. Well, Billy Wagner's not in, then he can't be in. And then, yeah. uh, oh god, the rest of this list is not good. John Lackey, Jared Weaver, Jacoby Ellsbury, Matt Cain, <laughs> Johnny Peralta, Houston Street, Jason Worth, Mike Napoli, R. A. Dickey, Mike Napoli, Napoli, my bad. All right, Dickie and Andre Ethier. All right. Well, what's crazy is, is that a lot of those guys, I didn't realize it's been five years since they last played. I thought Andre Ethier was still on the Dodgers. <laughs> no, no, that one I knew he wasn't on the Dodgers anymore. I mean, some of those guys, the only guy that could possibly make it out of that group is Beltron. But he Beltran has to, he has the same numbers as Tory Hunter, and Tory Hunter is not going to make. But it. he has the tainted. I I cheated everywhere I went. But that but, but that wasn't as a player though. That was just as the coach. He was the coach in the, in Houston. He wasn't a player. Well, I think he played for Houston, but I think when they won and that whole thing happened, he was a, yeah, like yeah, a, he was a coach. He was like a bench coach, or at least I think no, I no. might I, I, I might be wrong with that. Don't don't hold me on that. But um. It doesn't make any sense, though. Like, I so did, so did they not care about defensive stats too? Like, no. Nah. You know what the problem is they don't have to answer to anybody. They just that do whatever part, they want. Yeah. They have no no repercussions. Like um, I'm looking think, at this. Like I'm looking at. This I think list. we should just boycott the Hall of Fame. We just should just boycott it. Uh, sorry, I forgot one other guy that would be on the list. Coco Crisps. Coco Crisps should get in for just his name alone. Like, like I'm looking at the Hall of Fame ballot, and the only guys that I think, like, I'm looking at that I think should be in 
Kurt Schilling. Not a lot of, it's not a lot of them. Kurt Schilling should be in. And unfortunately, you could say whatever Roger about Roger Clemens. Roger be Clemens, because even if that's the case, if this is like if if the, the Hall of Fame should be looked at as like a museum, right? That display the best of the best. Even if they use performance enhancing drugs, which they would never tested positive for. Never tested positive for it. It's all alleged stuff. It's all alleged. And, and Big Poppy too. Big Poppy was, yes, exactly. Which is insane to me that he first, I mean, I'm 83%. Nice. It's just fucking insane to me. Um, like, like Barry Bonds, right? Yes, he got really big and all that stuff. You still need to know how to swing the bat to get 760 something home runs. Yes. Like yes. you still need, and he batted 300 like his whole and, career. Uh, and a lot of the pitches are juicing too. So it was even playing ground. Like you think, like you think performance enhancing drugs helped him get a 370 Bro. average that one year when he had can like I just say 50 this? home runs? Like what are we talking can I just, about? Can I just say this? I just want to say that baseball needs to do something about this because the fact that um, Bonds, Sheffield, Sosa, Maguire, Schilling possibly is not getting in is, and Alex Rodriguez is because of poor PEDs. Meanwhile, that is the same reason that kept baseball alive was Mark Maguire and Sammy Sosa hitting home runs which they still do today. That's all people know how to do is hit home runs. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they just don't do it as often. So they exploited Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa so they could get the fans go back in the stadiums and watching on TV. Bonds did it. They did they exploited him. Didn't say anything about, oh, you know, you know. Now Kurt Schilling's on the mound. Still nothing, but oh, in wow. So they use these guys, and then they throw them under the bus like that and invite them to the Hall of Fame. So they'll vote them in when they're dead. Unfortunately, that's what they'll. Yeah, a hundred percent. This is going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's the percentage that A Rod got? Do you know that, Chuck? Um, was A Rod on the ballot this year? I don't think A Rod was on the ballot. Oh no, sorry, sorry, I'm wrong. He was um, 34. That's insane to me. And I, I know what's crazy. Unlike Bonds and, and Clemens, A-Rod eventually owned up to it. After he his back was a, completely against the wall, he owned up to it. But, like, we, we can't discredit the amount of, like, if if if, if power is influence. what we're going to go. And influence. influence. Also, like, was Roger Clemens throwing 115 miles per hour or something that performance enhancing drugs allowed? Like, how does that help your, your like grip on the ball and throwing it? Does that help? It might help like your body recover, but like, how does it help with the actual, like, Oh, I'm going to throw a slider. Oh, I'm going to fucking juice up. I'm going to throw the fucking nastiest slide. That's not how it works. That's not how baseball works. No, you're, you're right. And, and by the time he got his hands on that, you you could you can even stop his career at the alleged uses before and he was still the alleged and that those and use those numbers because the he is still be in the hall of fame so it's so crazy what the criteria is because also apparently awards kind of don't make 
don't care either. Like, don't matter. Like, mm. I was reading um, – I was reading about it all day because I was just so annoyed. And um, I think Johan Santana, like, didn't – like, after his first ballot got – like, didn't get enough votes. And um, he is two-time Cy Young Award winner. And in 2005, he got it stolen by Bartolo Colon, who won the Cy Young. And he almost had a three-peat. And he didn't even get, like, over 5%. And I'm like, I think Carlos Delgado, the same thing happened, right, Chuck? Do you remember that? I think he has the most home runs any Puerto Rican player has ever had and didn't even, like, mm-hmm. last on the ballot more than one year. And I just think, like, I'm looking at this list. Schilling, yes. Bonds, yes. Clemens, yes. Roland, you could make an argument, but Roland probably will get in maybe towards the end. Omar Vizquel. So, Omar Vizquel is so- one of the greatest defenders of all time and an Iron Man. And we're not going to reward him. So okay, so it's a, tough, a few man. Things. It's real tough. So uh, look, looking ahead, so um, Scott Rowland, I believe, will get it. He yeah, sixty three percent. as his fifth year. It doesn't really have many red flags. Nothing. It's not chilling. It's not Clemens. It's not Bonds. Um, Todd Helton was the other closest. He had fifty two. I can't see that getting much better. Billy Wagner got fifty one. Andrew Jones got 41. Gary Sheffield got 41. And Omar Vizcal actually dropped. He ended up with 24% of the vote. He had a 24-year career. Widely known as a great uh, you know, defensive shortstop. Um, 11-time Gold Glove. Three-time All-Star. Problem is, though, and this hasn't really been spoken about that much, recently, He's been accused of um, sexual assault. Who? who, who? Bad boy. Yeah, so I'm trying to find it. Here we go. Uh, just a couple months ago, a he was named in a civil lawsuit alleging sexual harassment and sexual assault uh, from the bad boy of the Birmingham Barons, the double-A uh, affiliate of the White Sox, who I believe Vasquez was, um, Vasquez was the manager of at the time. Um, and that's something to do with the boy's disability. He also, um, uh, recently came out a couple of occasions in which he was, uh, domestically, you know, uh, got in trouble for domestic violence with uh, his wife. But Chuck, I mean, look, all that is terrible, right? You know? But you're saying that I'm just, he, he, I'm just saying that I think that that's why he he dropped recently because since the last vote he's had allegations of sexual assault and domestic violence. So what? So what? What is okay? Fair enough. I mean, if you're gonna not let him in because he could be a shitty person, okay, I I, <laughs> I I I can get behind that. When are we gonna like? When is baseball gonna realize that? Unless if you played the game professionally like at the highest level you should not be allowed to make votes like 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 someone like ken rosenthal who's pretty much down the line he'll tell you how it is um he shouldn't deserve a vote you know john Heyman, these guys don't deserve votes now if ken griffey wants to vote 10 guys that he thinks or you know i i I just feel like that's how it should be. It should be a committee of, of 
you know, retired players. I don't know how many fucking players they're going to pick, but, you know, with high, high class, high value players who actually know the game and can sit down and be like, all right, this is how we vote. That's how it should be. And oh, yes, and, and yes, some people will get left off because that's just how it's going to be. I understand. Everyone can't be a Hall of Famer. This game's been around for over 100 years. Not everyone's going to be a Hall of Fame, but there are plenty of guys where their numbers. Well, that's they, that's what I was going to say. You shouldn't, you, you should just give the voters the numbers. No name, nothing else on it. And just say, is this. And just say, is this Hall of Fame worthy? Beautiful. And they would. So. Honestly. That's, that's how they should do it. But the problem with that is that these guys have been in the game so long that they'll know who the player is. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. like, like, like some of them are going to be kind of close. Like I'm sure if you put Scott Rowland and Jeff Kent's numbers and just put Next numbers, they won't probably know who's who. Well, with technology if put, today. If you put Barry Bonds' number, <laughs> his numbers are surpass everyone else's number, you'll know it's Barry Bonds. Yeah. Like, well, you see the uh, home runs. Like, like, like to not acknowledge players is, is, is insane to me. You play MLB The Show, if you go to, like, the, the historic records that you could be as, like, your, my, your created player, it just says how many, like, what's the most home runs. It doesn't say who. Hmm. You, could, you could put, like, the most walks or whatever. It doesn't say who. It just says the number. Pete Rose, or like, it, like hits. It'll say the most hits, but it won't say Pete Rose. So we're just going to, like, wipe them away. The great greatness. Poss- like, Barry Bond probably is the greatest player to ever play the game. Maybe. It's, it's an argument, but it's kind of not at the same time. Like, he's just, he's the, he was that guy. I mean, to hit 370 in a year at, like, in 2000, whatever, 2002, 2000. Like, that 370 is insane to me. And also have, like, 100 and something walks. That's just insane to me. You can't, you can't, that player like that is what caused other people to want to play the game. Like you said, the, in the nineties, that saved baseball legit. Like baseball was dying. It was dying. It was dying and it's dying again. Ain't mm-hmm. know what they're doing. They're juicing the fucking ball so it doesn't die again. Like, what are we doing? I hate hey. the Hall of Fame, man. I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. And I, and I and I hate that David Ortiz gets his own spot just because he's loved by everybody. I hate that shit. David yeah. Ortiz is a Hall of Famer, but no way a first ballot. There's no way. No way. Not, so, not over A-Rod. No, no way. Oh, like, uh, wait, so my thing, my thing is no way, the first man. ballot and all that, the first ballot status, if a guy deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, Put him in the fucking Hall of Fame. I hate, I hate when the writer's like, well, I'm not going to vote for him on the first ballot. No, you're right, though. You're you're right, but I'm only saying it like that because that's how it is. Yeah. No, if you're no, a Hall no, of no, Famer, right. it should be yes or no. Yeah. If there, if, if there has to be a criteria, if you're a if you're a first baseman, should the criteria be that you have to hit at least 500 home runs, 2,000 I mean, RBIs? Have you guys that, been to the Hall of Fame? Mm-hmm. No, I, I haven't. No, I'm just saying, is, is there a first ballot Hall of Fame section? Mm-hmm. So it doesn't no. matter if it's the first ballot, second ballot. So if that's the case, it has to be a criteria. You know what I mean? Like, how many, if they're going to do awards, how many awards do you need to even be recognized? If you have a 20-year career, how does majority of your career look? 
like, you know what I mean? Like, like Omar Vizquel, we were just saying, he played like 24 seasons. And yep. yes, he barely had any home runs. I think he had 3,000 hits just because he played so long. But he was like an 11-time gold glover. There's not that many people, maybe Ozzie Smith, who might have more at that position. I don't, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he was a defensive wizard. But he wasn't anything else other than that. No, I, I was reading this, about Ken. I, I, I was reading about Kenny Lofton. There's so many more deserving. Yeah, I, I, I was reading about Kenny Lofton earlier because someone was saying that he'll probably be in that, like, uh, you know, when he passes on or, like, 89 years old and they put him in. <laughs> Kenny Lofton, you know, he gets, like, overlooked because of, like, everything that was happening in the 90s. Um, but, like, I think his wins above replacement and stuff, like, he's, like, in the top five. Like over like an eight year span, and his numbers really? and his his stolen bases, everything it adds up. But I think I don't think he stayed on the ballot long enough at all to even be considered. And the fact that players like that aren't in there is insane to me. Insane. First ballot nonsense. That's crazy. Shout out to David Ortiz though. I I I would still give it to him, but a class of his own. Fuck mm. out of here. That's stupid. That's so stupid. So you said right, man. That's all right. We should start our own Hall of Fame. Call it the real Hall of Fame. Yeah. So bad. Yeah, I was just that. shocked when they announced it. <laughs> you know, yeah. when, you, when you look it up and your screen freezes and you're like pressing down on it to see to get it refreshed and it still said David Ortiz. <laughs> Yeah, I I was watching the Ken Rosenthal uh, live on YouTube, and he broke it, and I was like, "What what is happening here, man? Like, what what are we doing? How did we come to this to this point?" Like, baseball is 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 going to be is going to be surpassed by basketball in the next couple of years. Unfortunately, I mean, I mean. It's going to be hard for that to happen only because baseball's got its own no competition in the summertime. So, but. well, maybe, maybe uh, European handball will make its way. What do you think, Chuck? Take over that summer I, spot? I hope so. I mean, tomorrow we, we got some big matches going on. <laughs> you know what I say? You know what I say to that? Give me three months. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, you got to start taking PEDs. Check out some, some of the clips. I guess I have to get PEDs then to get in there. <laughs> All right, guys. Any uh, any last words? Um, no last words. Um, I just want to give a shout out to the goat, Josh Allen. Played a hell of a game. You're still my goat. Um, shout out Patrick Mahomes. You know he's also he's a he's a goat too. I can't I can't even lie. That boy can't get sacked. I don't know what it is. My man just has – he just knows. He, he has a sense, a sixth sense. Um, so shout out to him. Also, real quick stat, Chiefs and Bills have played three games in the last 365 days. The total scores have been Chiefs 100, Bills 98. This is this – is, wow. these, are, these are the two teams, it's a, it's man. It's a rivalry. It's going to be a rivalry. Are, you know, these are the two teams. Yes. So shout out to that. And, um, yeah, that's it. Uh Shout out to the Golden State Warriors up 8871 right now in the third. I'm about to make me collect a nice payout on my parlay. Um, shout out to <laughs> Tim Hardaway Jr. I hope he's okay. 
he fell <laughs> on his leg really bad. Uh, got helped off the court earlier. I hope he's okay. I like Tim Horry Jr. So, yeah, that's it. All right, cool. Chuck, any, any last words to leave off on? Uh, make sure you tell your friends about us. Follow mm-hmm. us on social media. We got IG, we got Twitter, we got the FB, on Spotify, Apple, other ones, Anchor, whatever, whatever, whatever's out there. Google Podcasts, everywhere you look. Everywhere you look. Tell your friends. That's our call. What's yours?